these arms while they lift those weights and do those amazing yoga poses also can express love, comfort to a person with a mere hug, right? And so changing up how we even look at our own body parts. You are listening to the Closet Edit Podcast. I'm Tanya Renadette, a personal stylist with over a decade of experience helping people all over the world with their style and confidence. I love sharing how you can be the most powerful version of yourself and look good in clothing that truly reflects you, your personality, and your body type. In this podcast, we talk about fashion, but we also cover all the parts around it that influence your personal style, like how to handle big life changes, what to do when your clothing doesn't fit right anymore, dating again, what's the best way to spend your money, and everything in between. This is a space to learn, to grow, and take action. I share all of my experiences, learnings, and tricks to help you build a wardrobe that lights you up and aligns with who you are. Let's get into it. When I think of my best friends, I think of meaningful conversations about how we interpret life, what we've learned or experienced recently. Those topics we share are the ones I treasure the most because I feel connected and being around that energy definitely lifts my spirits up. My guest today is Kathy Rodriguez. And if you need a friend or a good laugh, she's the perfect person to find online and follow. I'm serious. Follow her, comment on her posts, and send her a DM and she'll get back to you. I'll have her Insta handle in the show notes, but if you're listening and you just want to add her now, it's at Joyful Purpose Yogi. Kathy is a soul purpose life coach for women who is all about igniting the warrior goddess within, and she helps you see your beauty, purpose in life, and embrace who you are. We all need a Kathy in our lives. She recently came over to my house and we recorded videos for Instagram to share messages of body positivity, and dressing her and Georgina in fun weekend wear. I wish I recorded clips of us behind the scenes because Georgina was so shocked she loved a ton of the pieces I pulled for her and without even having dressed her before. She was like, okay, okay, I know you want to hear it. You are really good at what you do. I get it now. That was such a big compliment to hear because I just went on her Instagram to get a dose of her personality and then I pulled the colors and the styles that I felt complimented her best. And if you haven't seen the videos, you can find it on my Instagram page at thecloset.edit. In this podcast, we talk about all the things that revolve around embracing who we are. We are in these lives and in our bodies and We just want to talk about how we go about our day, business, and lives when things are changing around us. I let this recording go free flow into what a one hour long conversation with Kathy usually sounds like. So my favorite part about listening to podcasts is when you actually feel like you're part of a really good conversation and you want to share your own feedback too. In this episode, Kathy and I talk about when it's time to change your routine the benefits of supportive friendships, the struggle of wearing a uniform for work, small gestures that can help others feel seen and heard, plus so much more. Here's Kathy Rodriguez. (laughs) I am so, so happy that we just get to hang out today. And I mean, I feel like our conversations are kind of just like on the phone. It's like we could talk about it all and we should. I mean, I think there are things that... um, it's so it's so interesting. I feel like it would be cool to just hear in on other people's conversations. And that's kind of what a podcast is. It's like, if we were on the phone, these are things we talk about anyways. <laughs> right. And well, it's, it's always, I think, you know, getting more and more used to, you know, I don't want to age myself, but I am old, um, <laughs> older, chronologically enhanced, I should say. Um, <laughs> right. It's like, we don't want to call ourselves old. So chronologically enhanced. um but one of those things is like zooms there's so much technology that was was not around what is around now and I've talked to other women my same age and I said you know that's a plus and a minus it's the tech we have to learn to be able to grow our businesses get out there get seen get heard but at the same time it is not natural necessarily for us, right? It takes a little learning curve, but I think the other added plus to it is we grew up without 
you always had that, the mean girl or, you know, that image thing, but it wasn't as in your face. Oh man. As it is now. Right. And more and more young women that I talk to that struggle with exactly the conversation, right. The body image, Mm -hmm. they are getting, it's, it's the social media, right. It's not only magazines and TV and movies, which we grew up also having, but they have this whole new dimension bombarding, bombarding them with image and what Mm -hmm. image should be and what perfection is. And so their issues, I think in a way we were able to grow as women and come into our own without that. So there's a, a level of confidence that even we have in some areas more than, than other women. So, and it's sad because like Instagram is such a fun way. I mean, like you said, like there's just pros and cons of whatever age group you are and pros and cons of, you know, using Instagram or technology. And the thing I like about technology is being able to connect with other people in different places. But the downside is an image that's being portrayed that is probably not true, whether that's your life, your body, um, maybe even messages or values that you don't really align with, but that is what you're showing. And it's really sad to see because you feel disconnected from that. If someone looks at things like that and I've done a good job for myself, I know that I, and it also has to do with who you follow. I have unfollowed so many people that I thought I did enjoy seeing their messages and maybe things changed with time and I just took them off. So I don't see it on my profile feed because I, you know, we all go through the comparison thing every once in a while. It's not something I focus on, but every once in a while on a bad day, if you open that up and you're like, oh gosh, let's just compare my life to that or my body to that. It's just horrible. Well, and, and I think that's the key, right? You know, right there on the head is doing that assessment every so often of our own, not only our social media, but just the people we're around, right? The people that we let influence and whose energy we let influence our own, mm-hmm. our own view of ourselves and how we act and portray ourselves. It's, it's a never ending cycle. And it's a, it's a growth process that I've recognized that I wish I had started sooner. And it's something that we're not taught. So I actually had a podcast interview with someone who talks about living an imperfectly perfect life. And her thing, our conversation was really about friendships and how we're never taught that friendships evolve too, just like our body, just like our style, friendships evolve. How do you stop a friendship? How do you kind of say like, you know what, Maybe we're just not aligned anymore. Do you just kind of stop talking? Like sometimes it's just natural, but sometimes you actually have to stop and have that conversation with someone. And it's it's not anything against that person. It's just like, you know what? My time needs to go somewhere else now, you know? Um, yeah, that's a conversation I've never had. And I've had three three friendships that I actually am the one that pushed away, but I didn't know how to do it. So I just kind of stopped answering texts slowly or was like, I'm busy, I'm busy. And that was my way of doing it. It's not the right way, but I didn't know any other way. Well, none of us likes confrontation of any kind, right? I am the first person to say, I will probably do the same thing. Back (laughs) off, back off. Because it's like, I hate having those hard conversations. Mm -hmm. But sometimes those hard conversations need to happen, you know? So that other person has that clarity as well as you do that this is time there's nothing wrong with a friendship Mm -hmm. be changing evolving better evolving less or you know just evaporating (laughs) yeah and And you do you do such a great job on instagram though you have kind of that hard conversation you like talking about your body body positivity food, health, working out. And those are conversations that are hard, but you have such a positive, beautiful Instagram. I love seeing and talking about age too. You do the reels and all the thing. I love it. I have somebody that does it for me because I can't figure it out. So <laughs> I I have someone that, that has helped me teach me, you oh. know, but I always want to learn. Yeah. Right? Because what if that person's busy and I want to get something out? I got to learn how to make my own content. 
Mm-hmm. Is it going to be something that's trending and fat, you know, wow, you know, getting 10 million likes? No, but it's going to hit the people that need to see it mm-hmm. from what I'm trying to say. That's the whole goal. Right. And when did your mission, when did your mission start to begin sharing body positivity and all the things and reconnecting with yourself and life? When did that start? Well, you know, I mean, I had the big change. We've talked about that before when I went from mom to an empty nest, mm-hmm. right? And that's when I started blogging. And then I started getting more into my fitness. I mean, I've always been in the fitness industry, you know, just in a different way. Right? I was always um, a swim instructor, you know, aquatics director. So it was always there, but it's hard to show swimming in Instagram. <laughs> And right, you can do a yoga pose, you can do a curl, but it's great. It's like, yeah, it's not there yet. Um, inside and out of the pool, you know, in your bathing suit, yeah, no, nobody needs to see that. Um, but it is, I think, for me, the more I talked with women, the more, and I switched from being peppy fit booty, like I did recently. Um, and started, I got my yoga certification during COVID my hit and flow certification. And so I started teaching other forms of fitness and really recognizing and having those conversations with the people in my classes that they were the overwhelming comments was that I automatically provide variations because I've had injuries. So I know everybody's body is different. But if you're not given a variation and told that it's okay not to do this pose, to do this one instead, because that's still moving and working your body. If somebody comes into a class and doesn't feel that overwhelming, I, I love this class, I'm getting that vibe that this instructor cares about me, then as an instructor, I'm not doing my job. Because mm-hmm. it's not about how I look and the moves that I can do when I'm teaching a class mm-hmm. it's about my students. And I think my biggest aha moment when it came to that was, I won't name the studio. Yeah. But I walked into a, a hot yoga studio and I had been given, gifted, uh, you know, a visit as a yoga instructor. They said, hey, come and check us out, Right. And myself and a friend went and I sat up, I set out my mat. It was, I think I was in this third row and it was a very long studio and my friends were right behind me. And before, you know, so we're sitting there chatting and warming up before the class starts. And the instructor came up to me and asked me if I would mind moving to the back of the room. What? Why? I'm assuming because she assumed what I could or could not do based on my age. No. Yeah. Oh and my. that was my first, like, give me. I mean, I was practicing at that time. I wasn't a certified instructor. I was practicing four times a week with my best uh-huh. friend, Georgina. And, you know, but they looked at me and I went, excuse me? Um why? Well, I really like having my regulars in the front of the room. They like to be there. Okay. Thank you for welcoming me to your studio. Oh my gosh. And so I did. I said, oh, no problem. And full disclosure, I was glad to, because the guy in front of me was going commando in his yoga leggings that were kind of see-through. And I don't need to be seeing that in the middle of your yoga class. <laughs> Anyway, so I moved to the back of the room and I did, I talked to my friends were like, well, and afterwards I talked to the manager, you know, and I had an open conversation with that person. I said, that was no good, that that was not good. I, I work at a gym and if one of our instructors had ever done what your instructor just did, they would have serious conversations with that fitness director because, you know, but I've seen it other places as well people treating others, you know, differently because of their age, because of their body size. And as I became more and more aware of it, and just in conversations with people, that's when I really started to add that focus. And and truthfully, you know, my frustration on, on social media was the, the image that it portrays is that perfect image. 
right? Mm -hmm. That perfect shot. And so I do, I talk a lot about here's, this is the picture that you see. Here's the reality. And I've done a few of those where Mm -hmm. I'm standing on a yoga wheel with my leg raised up and my arms above my head and it looks amazing. And then I took a back shot because I was doing it at home and I'm tall enough that I was holding onto the ceiling with that upraised hand. But the shot that's in the first photo is what everybody sees. And there's so many instances that people are judging themselves based on this image when this is the reality. I think talking about the reality, yeah, talking about the reality of all parts of us, I think is so important. Um, And you also just did the rebrand. I just saw that the other day. I was trying to look you up because we are going to connect you. um, If you're listening and you want to connect with Kathy in the show notes, you'll be able to get the link because her Instagram is wonderful. But she just changed the name and I noticed it yesterday. What, what, why'd this come about? Well, you know, I've been, so I went from before and after my emptiness to peppy fit foodie because I love food. I work out so I can love food. Um, but, and there's no shame in loving food, right. And eating well and healthy too. And, and indulging, right. It's when we deny our bodies that our body craves it. Mm -hmm. Listen to your body, you know, give it what it needs, you know, Anyway, another conversation, but, um, so, you know, I had changed it to peppy fit foodie. That's peppy is my personality, (laughs) right? Lots of energy, positivity. I'm just, I'm a glass half full versus half empty. Um, and then fit because I love fitness, right? All forms of fitness. Um, give me a nice class that blends both the masculine and the feminine. And I'm, I'm all over it. That's why my, I teach hit and flow, right? Mm -hmm. But I recently, um, you know, I've had a life coach for two years now and I decided that I wanted to be a life coach as well, just because I've been doing, hearing more and more women and what their needs were and what they were looking for. Right. And so I've done a few retreats and that just let me, that was the next step in my process was getting my, my sole purpose coaching certification. And so I completed that mid-May and I've been playing around with a name, right? And Peppy Fit Foodie is me, but the foodie part I've put on the back burner and I really was doing so much more with the yoga, with the hit and flow, with that part and just with with moving forward in my own purpose and finding my purpose and helping others find theirs. And so it was a process of figuring out what that name needed to be for me to really connect me more into who I am now. And so that last word, joyful, which is the first word, was the last word for me to put in because I, I struggled. You know, I had to let go, Peppy Fit Foodie, and what that was for the new person and the new life I was creating. And so joyful purpose yogi. That's I love I mean. it. Joyful yeah. purpose yogi. And for joy, what do you feel joy is? What is joy to you? For me, you know, it's it's amazing when somebody asked me, my old my life coach, um, asked me what was what brought me joy. You know, close my eyes and look inward at my last week, my last month, my last year. And what came up that brought a smile to my face? What brought me joy? And what brought me joy and what immediately came to my my mind was sitting and having a conversation and helping another woman find the beauty I already see in them that they don't see in themselves. And then even further, taking it a step further is when I capture an image because I love to take photos of them. And it's stunning because it's natural and it's their natural beauty. It's not staged. And they, you see the radiance in them, that light and that happiness when they're recognizing that they have a purpose that they matter, that they are beautiful. 
And that's what makes me the happiest. That's what brings me joy is helping women find that within themselves. It's such a beautiful thing when you help someone through that process. And I want you to explain because the listeners did not get to hear our phone conversation, but you shared an exercise that you did with um, a group of women about how to change the way that they see their body or the story that they had. Can you share that? Totally. So um, I've done this a couple of times at different retreats and it's about self-love, right? Learning to love ourselves. And that starts, you know, part of that is loving our own bodies for what it, what it is now in this moment. So the first thing I ask them to do is write down two things they love about their body. And so some women easily are like, I got 8 million things, right? (laughs) They've got that. Some women struggle. They struggle to find one thing, let alone two. And so when I recognize, or you recognized in the group who was struggling or who was even tearing up, just thinking about what they would love about their bodies is you start to change that conversation to be, okay, so I love my butt because I got this yoga butt and it looks amazing, right? But I love my shoulders. Yeah, it looks great behind in tree pose because I'm a swimmer too and I got these broad shoulders, but these shoulders are the perfect spot for someone to rest their head, right? When they need that shoulder to cry on. Have you been feeling like shopping is such a struggle lately? You don't know what to buy or what fits right anymore. Get on the right track to shop with success and learn my proven method to update your wardrobe. I'm not about quick fixes. I'm all about real solutions. And in this free workshop, I'll give you the foundation you need to get started on building a wardrobe that truly reflects you. Grab your spot today for the proven way to shop with success from the link in my show notes or head on over to myclosetedit.com. You'll learn how to shop for pieces that make an impact on how you look and feel every day. And if you're ready to open up your closet to clothing that lights you up, join me now. Don't waste any more time or money on clothing that sits in your closet and never sees the light of day. It's time to change the way that you shop and start purchasing pieces you'll want to wear again and again. Join the workshop live on September 13th and 14th at myclosetedit.com or in the show notes, and I'll see you there. These arms, while they lift those weights and do those amazing yoga poses, also can express love, comfort to a person with a mere hug, right? And so changing up how we even look at our own body parts, right? The one thing I don't love about my body, right? Or I I should say, I love it, but I'm conscious of it, right? Mm Self-conscious of it. I took a size, what would be now a size four body and gave birth to eight pound twins or seven pound twins. So two babies in there. So I stretched the skin beyond normal, right? It was already small. So then it went right, big babies. And so I have skin in my belly and I'm not going to get a tummy tuck, right? Because, and my husband said this to me, so I'm blessed, right? He said, why do you worry about it? You nurtured and grew two humans, two healthy humans. And that is the result of it. It's the same, you know, they make up underwire for a reason to push those girls back up because I nursed them and I gave them amazing immunity by nursing them. So my, my boobs aren't perfect and perky, you know, they gave my, my children life and nourishment and comfort by holding them close. And so reframing how we look at the different body parts. And, you know, the next step is I had them ask the person on both sides of them, right, to give them. And some of them, they knew the person next to them or on both sides or on one side. Some didn't. To give that person a compliment. And then I told them and write it down. Because whenever somebody compliments us, we brush it off. 
right? We don't listen really and truly. And so if we start when someone gives us those compliments on our bodies, but also on our persons. If we keep a compliment journal, then those days when we're really struggling, it's gonna be a lot easier. There's something that you can go to and recognize that these are strange, we're strangers to these women. And they were, they were complimenting them and, and bringing that, shining that light on something they saw within that person that they just met or they've known for a long time and maybe never shared. And so when they need that little, they're looking in the mirror and they're going, oh, my hair is showing it's gray, uh, you know, the wrinkles, this is a little saggy, whatever. They can look at that and they can go, yeah, but you know what? My eyes sparkle, right? My, my hand reaching out to someone, shaking it, just that simple act provides acknowledgement, right? And so, you know, having those conversations with others and with ourselves, it's important. We are so hard on ourselves in every part of our life. And yes, our body. And even for myself, I read, I heard or read somewhere about um, as a business owner, because there's tough days where we take on too much and we start, we start to get stressed and we forget our, our mission and our vision, like what you said of helping others. It's so interesting, like when you do have your own business or something, how that joy comes from seeing other people light up. Um, so what I did is I ended up going through my emails, going through my text messages, getting screenshots of authentic reviews. Cause I do have reviews on Yelp and everything, but there's something about just getting a letter in the mail or that email with their photo attached where they just wanted to share how you changed their life or what you did for them. I put it all together. So on those days where it's like, oh my gosh, I've got so much on my plate and just remembering like, no, there's a mission. There's a reason why behind all of this. I am here to help people. And this weekend, um, it was actually, I did, I was so inspired by this weekend with this couple I worked with that I did a podcast episode the next day, just sharing it. I did an Instagram reel about it. I did a story about it. I recorded it. So short, I'm going to shorten the story right now. But what happened is I worked with a couple. I first did the shopping with the wife and then the husband. And there's few times I ever shop with the couple together. And I feel to do that, even with somebody that you are partners with and you could have been with for many years, it's a very vulnerable experience. So what happened is when his wife, Melissa, was going into the fitting room trying things on, she was a little self-conscious about, she had two babies, you know, she's a little self-conscious about her belly or her hips. And when she walked out of that fitting room, I have no words to be able to describe his face. Like even talking about makes me wanna cry. It was the most beautiful thing. They've been married 10 years. They've been together 12. His face seeing his wife in clothing that fits well, that is modern, that shows her fun personality, his face lit up. And when he, when she said that, he was like, you look absolutely beautiful. Your mm -hmm. hips are perfect. Your tummy is perfect. You look great. And every everything that she tried on, his face just kept lighting up. And then when it was his turn to shop, it was interesting because he had his body insecurities too. And then the reverse ended up happening. So he tried on this shirt and pant and he liked it, but he was like, I don't know about my belly. I can see it. And he was wearing things that were oversized so that he couldn't see his belly. And she's like, no one's even looking. She's like, I'm looking at your face, how that shirt fits, that color. He was wearing dark colors and he had this red shirt on. He looked so good. And it was just interesting seeing how even the reverse, like the things that we sometimes feel insecure about, no one sees. And when you wear something that just lights you up, makes a huge difference. That's what they see. That's Not hiding. Yeah. People, yeah. When you are hiding and bringing attention to your insecurities, you will get attention in those insecurities because you're hiding and people can see. But if you're just like open and out and confident, it doesn't matter what size or body part, anything. It's so interesting how it just change it just changes everything. Well, do you know how many women that I've gone up to, you know, I go to take a photo, a fitness photo, 
right? And I'm like tightening this. I'm like, come on, you worked hard for that middle, but I can't see it because you might be chesty, but let's tie it over here or tie it behind here. So I want to see all that hard work and what you've done, mm-hmm. but they're, they want to hide yeah, or they want to, you know, they put on a top and I'm sure you've seen this a million times. I have, uh, you can't tell them. I'm not really chesty. Um, <laughs> and a lot of my friends are, but they'll put on a top and they'll do this to hide the girls. I'm like, you're blessed to get those girls, show those girls off. Yep. Oh, and show off those assets and don't be afraid to show off those assets. But, but I think that's the struggle. And that's what I love about you is you help women and men find those colors and those styles that work for their bodies. You know, I would never this top. So those people watching yeah, <laughs> this style on me, uh, you know, I have a friend that said, are you going to buy something other than halter style? And I said, well, yeah, but, yeah, I, also, but. but I also know, you know, and this color, right? Mm-hmm. I get so many compliments when I wear this top because of the cut and the color compliment me, my body coloring, my body shape. I have, this takes away from the hello. She looks like a linebacker because she's a swimmer, you know, and it cuts it and it's flattering. So why wouldn't I wear something that's flattering? Mm-hmm. I love it. It's beautiful. And with your body, we talked about this um, on our phone conversation too, which I loved with your body. Can you share something that is difficult to style, but everybody loves about you my legs mm-hmm. my legs have been i i love them but i hate them well i don't hate them i dislike them yeah um, let's reframe that um i love that they look amazing but i cannot go into the regular store and add length to any piece of clothing And while you can go into a store and buy a petite or a regular and then hem it to fit you, a lot of things because of the cut don't fit me right. I mean, like we discussed, I went in to try on this beautiful dress. It had this cute little ruching that would have showed off that yogi butt. And my friend who was zipping me up was laughing as she's zipping me up. And I'm like, what, what, you know, why are you laughing? What's so funny back there? And she goes, just wait, just wait. And I kid you not, the little cute little ruching butt was four inches up my back. It wasn't in the right spot because I'm long. And these beautiful maxi dresses that flow all around women, they're like short on me half the time. And so there are downsides to having legs that are, extra long and I'm not overly long. There are much, there are women that have much longer legs than me, but it's recognizing what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And not Um, making something like try to work for you. That just doesn't, it just. Yeah. And recognizing that I can go into a store and have just as many struggles as the size that I am as other women. Um, and I'll go in days and I won't find anything. And people think, oh, it's got to be easy for you. That's what everybody, yes, it doesn't. And I think that's something to remind ourselves is that we all not even just struggle with body image every once in a while, but, um, shopping for pieces is a struggle for most people because all of our bodies are completely different. So finding the right styles to fit our bodies and, Everyone that comes to me, and I will say everyone because I will say pretty much 90% of people when they come to me, they're like, okay, let me just tell you about my body. It is difficult to find clothing for. I'm like, no, no, no. It, there's nothing wrong with your body. Your body is perfect the way it is. But tell me what has been difficult for you to shop for because it's a clothing that you're trying that's not fitting your body type. And it could be everything from, I don't wash you on my arms because they're too big or they're too muscly, my waist is too big, my figure's too straight, I'm too curvy. Like I have heard all the things, my boobs are too big, they're popping out at like all the things. And it's like, 
there is never anything wrong with your body. It is a clothing mm-hmm. that you're trying to fit it into. And what people do is like, especially with Instagram, going back to that, yeah. you look at Instagram and you see this cute outfit on somebody and it might not even be your style, but there is something about it that you're attracted to. It could be the color, the idea of it, the overall picture. You try those things on, doesn't work for you. And the mannequin, you see a mannequin, something put together, it is on a mannequin. You go to try that same exact outfit on it doesn't work for you because you can't try to put someone else's style and someone else's body and something that fits them into what actually works for you. And like for me, you know, one of the, the benefits of long legs is they look great in a lot of things, right? But mini skirts. And when I went to try on dresses, like fancy dresses for renewing my wedding vows, uh-huh. on 25th anniversary, which we just had our 36. So you can do the math how long ago that was. Um, but I went into all these stores and all the dresses were short and on me, they look like really short, <laughs> you know, and because my legs are that much longer. So mini skirts, short dresses, really hard for me to find the comfort too. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, I, I look in and I go, Whoa, that's a lot of leg you're showing. Well, if I'm thinking that how many other people, it doesn't matter what other people think, but it is yeah. the reality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the cute style these days in athletic wear, and I, that's what I'm in. I'm in fitness too, right? Is crop. Everything is crop. Yeah. You know, what does that accentuate? Oh, that pooch that I have mm-hmm. is under my top, right? And it makes my legs look even longer, and it looks like I have no torso. Mm hmm. And people tell me, oh, this would look so cute on you. And then I hold it up. They're like, <laughs> luckily I have friends that will tell me true, right? Yeah. You have to have those friends. You, you have to have even that stranger like Tanya that will tell you true. I'll never forget our style session. And you put me, she goes, I don't think ruffles will work on you, but I want to try. And I came out in a ruffled top and you went, no, no, no. You are a clean line type of gal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice lines. So like you said, it all depends. Everybody's body is different. Loving our body for what it is now and what season it is now. Right. Um, I always say I, I love to help women, no matter to women, help women look beautiful, feel beautiful, find their purpose at every stage and every age, because we are all in different stages. I've been the corporate, right? I've been the stay at home mom. I've been the mom that's kids have gone to school and I'm going now what I've been the empty nester. I've been all those stages and you can be happy, find joy, find your purpose and find you're beautiful at every one of those. I think we should share today. What are we loving about our body and ourselves today? What are you loving? I am loving. Well, let's see that. I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. <laughs> but hey, my hair looks great today. <laughs> I I love that today. I feel amazing in this blue. Mm-hmm. It really it's a power color for me, right? Everybody has those power colors that just pop on you. And especially with this, I've been outdoors so much because I love Mm -hmm. the the nature. And so, you know, I've been getting, I do wear sunscreen, Um, but I love this color is even more enhanced by this tan. And you know what? I did my class last night. I taught it, I survived it. And, and I'm, I love, I love that. I can do that core work in my class at my age and make other people go, what? I can't believe she's doing those, you know, jack, (laughs) plank jack pushups, you Mm -hmm. know? And so I love that my body can do that. So what do you love about your body today? Today, I love how strong my body feels. It's interesting how, as I've gone older, the kind of workouts I do have changed and how I see and feel in my body have changed. And I've noticed the past few months, I feel so much more stronger. I've been doing more um, 
more working with light weights and my body weight, which before it was all about in my twenties, it was all about cardio, nothing with, I was not strong at all, but I feel just after a, a workout, like I had this morning, I feel strong and it helps me kind of get through my day too. I'm like, I have the strength. I have this energy. I have so many creative projects right now. And it just gives me, it gives me energy to kind of keep going. So I'm loving the strength I feel today. Well, and, and I think that's a conversation that is awesome to have is with somebody who is actually a personal trainer and I'm not, but I've had those conversations with women that are the same age or just younger than me about how our bodies change and how our fitness needs to change to match that. So a lot of women my age, they want to do the cardio, 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 but that's not what our bodies need mm-hmm. for our metabolism. Our body needs the strength work. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing ourselves and our bodies a disservice if we aren't balancing our fitness with what our body needs at the age and stage it's in and, you know, still moving our bodies through injury. Revaluing. There should be like this timer or something on our phone to revalue, not just our style, but just a lot of parts of our life. There's so much that when our life changes, things happen, things happen slowly, but sometimes it feels like it happened overnight because of the journey, how long it took. And then you wake up and realize, oh my gosh, here I am. This is happening. My body's changed. I had this baby. Like, and just having moments like that, where you're starting to notice all that change to be like, okay, let me check out my fitness. If I want to take care of my body, let's talk to somebody. Let's figure this out. My body's changed. My clothes don't fit. Let's figure this out. Um, there's so much help now too. Can find we can find help with everything well and it's connecting that's what i love about you right and we connected years ago mm-hmm. and we are two women different ages different stages that connected right at a boutique mm-hmm. and then beyond but lifting the other person up i know when i talk to somebody and i recognize that they're going through struggles when it comes to their clothing I have somebody that I can refer them to, right? And it's lifting those other women in our lives that have that expertise and not not sharing that information, right? Being okay with saying, you know what? This is my gift. This is your gift. We are, neither one of us is better than the other. We both have reasons to shine. That's your area to shine. This is my area to shine. So I'm going to share you so you can keep shining and helping other women, right? Yeah. Lifting other women up, other men up, those people that have that expertise and that knowledge and being open to saying, you know what? I don't have to know it all. I don't have to be it all. And I can shine from my strengths. And this podcast has been that. So this podcast has also evolved. It used to be called the It Takes You podcast. And now it's turned into the closet edit because I feel like being in somebody's closet is just a very vulnerable space. You learn a lot about them. It also connects with my business, but I truly enjoy, I'm just a curious person. I love hearing people's stories and I know about fashion and helping people in that sense, but my clients are going through all different stages of their life, things happening to them. I can't direct and help them with every little thing, but I can bring people on here. We can have these conversations. They can listen in, they can learn, they could feel like they can connect with us because they have a similar problem or they want help and they find somebody through the podcast. So I just truly enjoy the podcast. It just lights me up connecting with other people too. It's conversations I wish I could have all the time. It's kind of an excuse to talk to people I really like to talk to and inspire me and like say, hey, let's have a conversation and let's record it. <laughs> well, and 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 recognizing that, that people sometimes need to hear that, right? But they're too afraid to ask that question. So you're answering that question with someone that you feel is going to give them that information that they need and can i give you like something i'd love for you to do a podcast on yes please men's jeans body men's jeans oh yes every age and every stage because let me tell you i've i see 
So my husband used to wear those um, loose fit because he has bigger thighs. Yeah. Right. And so some jeans never fit him. Right. I'm like, hun, hun, they're driving me nuts. You've got this really great butt. Show it off. And so introducing him to jeans that would be comfortable on his thighs, but not baggy everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And and I kid you not, and he, I don't know if he'll listen to this podcast, but my friend Jackie and I weren't out to dinner, right? The two couples and the two guys are walking in front and we're walking behind and we're chatting and, and we're talking about the difference between the two guys and their jeans. Okay. I'm 58 and she's 45. Um, and we're talking about the difference between our guys in front that are walking and we're checking out their butts. Right. But having an honest conversation and my husband right then, right. We have a lull and they, I don't think they were listening to our conversation, but he mentions these jeans. Oh, you've got to get these jeans, Adam. Oh my God. They're great because you know, they really, (laughs) and I'm like, so more men need to know how to find jeans to fit their bodies. You know, maybe they have big thighs. Maybe they have a belly. Maybe they have both. And men have, like you said, the men have those insecurities just as much as us women. They do. And they don't. Oh, it's so funny. The past month I've connected with so many people that I just needed to for certain things. Um Yesterday, I ran into my fellow friend stylist, who is such a wonderful person. His name is Richard. And because of this weekend working with that guy client, I mean, I work with guys all the time. I feel like right now, 60% of my clients are men, but I don't cater my content to men because I feel, and I'm a woman, so I don't know why I'm just using me as a reference, but I felt like maybe men didn't care. And that's why they just want me to like shop for them and then they're good to go. But really getting into, and I love that my client this weekend is just so vulnerable, not only talking about body issues, but he was very open. He's like, he's worked with me three times and he's like, you know what? There's actually not a blogger content I could follow that is realistic to giving advice to men on what to wear. He's like, if you go to GQ, None of that is anything people are wearing. And I know that too. I follow GQ because as a stylist, I need to see what's coming and everything, but my clients don't dress <laughs> in any, women are very much closer to the trends, but men don't dress in anything of what is in GQ. And I'm going to do my own research. So I can't say there really, really isn't anything, but there definitely is not talk about men and how they're feeling in their bodies. And so I'm going to have Richard come on and we're going to talk about stories of our clients and how we help them through that process because it's not talked about enough. Mm-hmm. My goal is to start to create content for men based on that. I know it's going to take more time to grow because I've only been doing it for women, but I know my past guy clients will really appreciate it. Um, but I want to start doing content on that. I think it's really needed and it's not talked about enough. And that's why men feel lost. Yes. Well, and fashion is always, everything is portrayed as women. Yeah, it Uh, is. You know, we have another half of our population, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and if they don't see the person in the photo, like we, if we don't see the person in the photo that look that looks like us, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So those, those plus size women in fitness, Mm -hmm. they don't, yeah, they're starting to see it a little bit more, you know, some brands are catching up but you overall don't see the plus size women. And my friend Jordina is a lot stronger than a lot of men I know. Oh yeah. But that's not what's portrayed. Um, But men have those same issues, right? If they're not seeing the content out there for their body, how are they gonna know how to fit their body when it comes Mm -hmm. to their clothing? And as we all know, it all, blends into our own confidence. If we don't feel good in the clothes that we wear, that's reflected. You know, I go on photo shoots, right? With friends and they're like, oh, let me capture some pictures of you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it today. And that's okay. It Mm -hmm. means the focus is on them that day. Mm -hmm. And there'll be another day I'm feeling it, right? And we have days that come and go, right? Yeah. I think for, for me, I, the struggle that women that in my industry have 
is we live in leggings and exercise wear. <laughs> so we struggle going to a regular store and not mm-hmm. only finding something to fit our bodies, but feeling comfortable because mm-hmm. it's not what we normally think about. We, we could tell you every brand of leggings that fit us, right? And every sports bra we love, but put on a dress to go to an event. That's a struggle. Yeah. That's for people in uniform too. So people that work in the makeup industry that only wear black. I've worked with all of them, doctors, nurses, mm-hmm. um, people that have some kind of uniform for their weekend and going out there like, I don't know how to do that, but I could dress for my industry. Yes. And it's that everyday kind of wear that people really struggle with. Okay. We're going to, I mean, you and I can talk forever. So I know slowly <laughs> again to wrap up. Um, one thing I was, there's two last questions I thought are really important. As much as we share and guide other people with the knowledge and things that we know, what is something that one or two things that your clients have taught you? Hmm. That's a good question. My goodness. Wow. Um, you know what? In a lot of ways, my clients inspire me mm-hmm. because I have women in my classes that are in their 70s mm-hmm. and they're still moving their bodies and they are loving it. And that inspires me to continue on in my own journey. Right. Yeah. So they've taught me that you know, even at my age of 58, that I can and will keep moving my body well into my seventies and eighties. We have a 95 year old woman in the gym and she comes in two days a week and she takes classes. And how inspirational is that? Right. That's something that they have taught me is they've inspired me. The other thing I think that they've taught me is patience compassion and understanding. Oh, yes. And those because I'm in fitness, right? Um, But even in the retreats that I do, having open, honest conversations and finding that safe space that you can do that is a struggle a lot of people have right now. Mm -hmm. Knowing that you're coming into have that conversation, take that class, and you will be welcomed. No matter what you look like, no matter what age you are, no matter what stage you are. And having as as a person providing those services, that understanding, that compassion and recognition that everybody has struggles. Everybody struggles with something. And life may seem perfect, on the outside, but it's not. And that's okay for them and for myself. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to be on all the time. So, oh, I love that. And is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with as advice? So it's people going through transitions. Oh, usually they're listening. Oh, it's I, that came up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the people listening are usually going through some kind of transition and you know with transitions in life and making positive changes there is still struggle with that of going back and forth as you're trying to figure things out and move forward it's not always a linear path is there any advice you have for people that are trying to make a positive change and move forward and are still in that struggle part and that journey to get to that space talk to someone right Find the experts, find the people with the knowledge, be it a friend, right? Professional when it comes to clothing, a life coach like me, um, whenever you're struggling to make that transition, don't hold it back. You know, it's a phase. We are all going through phases. I'm going through a phase, right? I'm growing to my next self and it's going to be a struggle. But if you think that you can handle it all on your own, you're not really handling it. Oh, that is good. If you think you're handling it on your own, 
that you're really, what was that last part? You're not really handling you're it. You're not really handling it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm a life coach and I have a life coach, right? And there are times when I'll be typing out something and I'll, I will literally go have the aha within typing something to her for an intake form. Um, and then sometimes even within our conversations, I'm like, I'm a life coach and I'm having aha moments. Oh my God, how did I not recognize that? Right. But that's because sometimes we don't see what's right before our eyes. And that's why we go to the people that can help us the most for whatever that struggle is. And you'll get to that next part of your journey and you'll just be like, wow, why did I not do X, Y, and Z sooner? It's scary to transition from one part of your life to the next part, no matter what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is amazing. It always That's is. That. It takes courage. It's scary, but the other side is it's a good place. It is. It is. I'm excited. I I am so thrilled at what I'm doing now from what I did five years ago. You know, where I'm going from here. And it doesn't have to stop at a certain age. You can always grow. You can always change. You can always take on a a new person and become more of who you truly are. You know, why hold back? You know, I had a woman, I'll be brief, try and be brief. I had a woman stop me at Marshall's one day. And this is when we were still wearing masks, right? And I'm in fitness gear and I'm with my friend Tammy and she goes down this aisle to look at the blankets and this woman like starts to walk down the aisle and comes back. And she looks at me and goes, are you peppy fit for me? And I'm like, I'm like in a mask, hair up, fitness clothes, barely any makeup. I'm like, yeah, I am. Oh my gosh, I follow you. You're inspirational, blah, blah, blah. She goes, I'm, I'm my last one is going off to college in the fall. What do I do? Where do I, what, what, what is my life goal next? What do I, how do I handle this? My child's going to be gone, my last one. What do I do? And I said, whatever the hell you want. That's what life is. Do whatever the hell you want because you don't want to have the regrets in the end. But you didn't. Take that step. Go on that journey. Climb that mountain. Fear of heights. Climb the mountain to the top and looked out over a green mountain trail. And it was like, oh, sheer place. But I did it, right? I don't want to end my life not having done things that I wanted to all along and let life or excuses or limiting beliefs or somebody else's opinion hold me back. That is a wonderful message to leave everybody with. I think that's such an important thing to constantly remind ourselves like sometimes yeah it's good to be in a comfortable place for a little bit but also getting out of it trying something new can really just bring so much light into your life and yeah good reminder and if you want to wear the dress wear the dress wear the dress don't save it don't save it don't save it for a special occasion (laughs) do it in yoga poses i have a photo shoot tonight with a friend and i told her you're bringing a fancy dress and we're taking photos fitness photos and then photos on the beach with that fancy dress and where can everybody find you well they can find me now on joyful purpose yogi right i have to get used to saying that yeah (laughs) i know that's i'm yogi practice Instagram, at Facebook, as well as my blog. And if you go to Peppy Fit Foodie, it redirects you anyway. So. Okay, perfect. Good. Because that's how some people might know you from the last podcast, which we will connect that to if you want to listen to the last one. Thank you so much for spending time with me today as always. Yeah, we could just talk about all the things forever. And those, those conversations are ones I really treasure and are so important to me. So thank you. Well, thank you. What a beautiful soul. I am grateful to have had the opportunity to spend time with Kathy the past few years 
through the work that I do as a stylist. And I want to know what was your favorite part of this conversation? Mine was where she shares about the experience she had with one of her students on a retreat and where she also shared the story of how to find that one part of your body that you love or find gratitude for. I think that exercise is a great way to see our bodies in a new light, especially on one of those days where we aren't feeling our best. If this connected with you, please share a five-star review. This small gesture makes a huge difference in the people that we can reach through this podcast. And I would love to hear about what you enjoy most about the Closet Edit podcast so I can continue sharing content that helps you on your style journey. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Keep on building a life and style that truly lights you up.